0: it's 1102 time for the duke of pipso
1: it's 1102 central standard time and welcome to the duke of pipso podcast coming to you live from turf Moor football stadium in burnley lancashire england i'm martin and I'm Matt. And now let's hand it back over to Matt to preview today's match: Burnley versus Liverpool.
0: Yep, that's uh, getting started here pretty soon, Martin. Um, pretty exciting. Um, but I, isn't it pronounced Lancashire? There's
1: there's a variety of pronunciations. There's okay. a debate about which one is
0: historically accurate. So. Oh. Okay, well, do you want to debate it right now? No?
1: I I think, given that it's Boxing Day and everything, I think let's just celebrate the beautiful game. Isn't that what they call it? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Do you know that today actually is Boxing Day, Matt? Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, I celebrate it. I, yeah, I celebrate it uh, twice, you know. Yeah, it's just a custom in my family.
1: Oh, that's cool. Excuse me. Oh wait, hold on.
0: Line nine. Please hold for Marmat. Please remain on hold. Marmat will be with you soon.
1: Oh, hold on. Let me switch it over to line nine here.
0: Boring. Matthew and Marty, great to talk to you again.
1: Happy Boxing Day.
0: Thanks, Marmat. I
1: hope you've been able to enjoy some kippers.
0: Yeah. No, no, thanks. I, you, there, you would not, kippers will not pass my lips marmat
1: Matt. Uh, Matt, I thought you enjoyed Boxing Day. I guess not every tradition of Boxing T-
0: Day. Uh, no, no, not that one, unfortunately. You two are a great couple.
1: I would like to share an old British Boxing Day tradition with you.
0: Oh, please do. After
1: everyone enjoys a Boxing Day ham, we play British numbers. Oh. Roll the clip plays Marty. Okay. Hold on one second. Whoop. Hold on. A little technical difficulties. Hey, Matt, we're back. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. No problem.
0: I uh, guess Reed just. I do wonder, how many was it that you told me from the other night, how many generals were successful in the Battle of Hexington? Twenty-one.
1: Thirty.
0: Forty-one. Thirteen. Forty-three. Forty-eight. Twenty-one. Three thousand one hundred and thirty-two. 14,
1: 11, 1, 2, 1, 4, 1, 32. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, Matt, did you know that that was something people did? Did you you do that in your family? No.
0: Uh, No, not... That's, there's no connection between British numbers and, and my family. Uh, that's something that I, you know what, I have no idea where that came from. Well, it seems like Marmot knows a lot more about it than you do, I'd say. Well, yeah, Marmot knows a lot more than I expected him to know.
1: Both of you should be getting a package from me real soon. Oh. Marty, I got you a subscription to the Jam of the Month Club. Matthew, four hundred stone of blood sausage should be arriving on Thursday. Ooh! Happy Boxing Day, gents. Oh, thanks, Marmat. Yeah, talk to you later, Marmot. That's a lot, or a really tiny amount of blood sausage. I
0: think it's a lot. Uh, four hundred pounds is that? Four hundred stone. Oh, oh, so yeah. I don't even. That's just. That's just way too. Like that's how much it weighs. That's just way I too much. I think so. Well, that's just way too much. You could have a black party or something. Yeah, a knock your block off party. Yeah, just by eating blood sausage. Uh, it's it's black pudding. Is that that's what you use blood blood sausage to make? It's gross. Possibly, it's
1: it is gross. I'll give you yeah. that. Anything is that like. What's the things like black and white something that they have in like English breakfast?
0: Yeah, black pudding and white pudding. And yeah, it's, they're types of sausage. And like, and I think I'm sure one of them, the white pudding is disgusting as well. Well, the black pudding is way more gross. I think it, I think it, like honestly, one of the ingredients is like sawdust or something. I I'm not kidding. I believe you. I believe yeah. you. So and then,
1: yeah. So kippers. Also bad. Yeah,
0: those are kidneys, aren't they? It's something I wouldn't eat. I know that. It's. I'm just not going to eat anything that you have to make a nickname for because it's so gross. Fair enough. Uh, well, still good to hear from Marmat. He seems
1: to love Boxing Day.
0: Yeah, well, you know, as he should. Uh, we yeah. all, you know, this, this is really one of the greatest days of the year, and I'm glad that that we're recording an episode today. Um, People I'm close to celebrate a whole week. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. Are, oh, you, done? Are let's, you done let's bragging? Are you done bragging? Maybe. For now, for now. Well, Martin, you know, just I'm going to brag on you a little bit. So, okay. you know, I've been doing some genealogy and uh, there's actually someone in my family named Martin. Martin Stepanich. And what a great uh, name. First yeah. name. Yeah, I i know. So he 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 passed about ten years ago. Uh, but Martin Stepanich was a priest, uh, a Catholic priest, and uh he went by he he went by Father Martin Stepanich STD. Do you know what STD stands for since you're, you're so smart. Short term disability. No, uh, it's, it's, uh, it stands for doctor of sacred theology. So like magic, similar to like, a uh, a THD, I guess. Anyway, he got his STD from Catholic university, uh, he was a priest he I'm lived just to not be gonna say anything. He lived to be ninety-seven. He was a priest for seventy years. Seventy. And one of the things that is a little bit interesting about him is uh, is that he was a set of a set of a cantist. Yes cantist, I believe is the correct pronunciation, which means he refused to accept Vatican II. So, again, I don't know a ton about this, but basically he believes that the last real Catholic Pope was Pope Pius XII. And after Vatican II in the late 60s, uh, basically every Pope since then has... Not only not been Catholic, but they've been a heretic. Um, so, one of the ways that he uh, that he he expressed his uh, displeasure with Vatican II is he continued to say the traditional Latin Mass. So, if you went to mass, you know, like as a kid before the late '60s, the whole mass was in Latin and then they changed that so there's he estimates there was estimate that he said the traditional latin mass more than 26,000 times that's a lot yeah
1: now let me ask uh, you this matt You're, yeah. you've, uh, you you've you've you maybe have been around the catholic church a little bit i have some catholic church questions for you okay
0: go ahead so i was hoping this would happen
1: is that the Pope is the number one authority, what the Pope says goes, right?
0: Uh, I think so. He sits, sits on the seat of Peter, right. the throne so, like, of Peter.
1: If the Pope says, like, we can say it in English so people can understand it, then that's just how it is.
0: Yeah, unless the Pope isn't even Catholic, which is what Father Martin believed. It doesn't matter. Well, that's that, okay. So that's probably the that's probably the argument. But right, he, so there's I found this website. There's actually quite a bit online about Father Martin Stepanich, and there's all there's this whole thing where he responds to letters from like like people in like you know in seminary and stuff. They write him letters being like, "What are you you know like trying to be like." You know, how do you how do you justify this? And he he has like, I mean, he spent a lot of time and energy trying to like explain why he was right. That's all I can tell you. Okay,
1: well, we're not going to solve it here. That's for sure.
0: And his sister was a was a nun.
1: That's allowed.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I guess he called her sister, sister. Oh, oh sorry I, I just well, I had probably in that. Latin right um so anyway, uh just you know, I thought you'd you'd be excited to know that you know, yeah, there's a Martin in my family too i he's, think, I
1: think I found a picture of him.
0: He's not as weird as you, but you know, but he's close
1: well, we don't we don't have enough information
0: yeah, it's going to say that. From Neota Shea, Kansas, Father Martin Stepanich, 97. There, I
1: should have this picture up on the Instagram by the time you're listening to him. Okay. He sort of has like a friar robe on.
0: Yeah. 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 Like O-F-M's. he's Six with Robin Hood. Yeah. He he liked the Padres a lot, actually. It, it's That's why I dress that way. San that Diego makes Padres. Sense. Yeah. So, Martin, uh, I wanted to move on to our topic. Uh, sure. Although, you know, you're welcome to interrupt me at any time with questions about Catholicism. I usually don't. Huh? Yeah. Uh, just
1: like when they...
0: Re- Never mind. No, I mean, okay. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to talk about playing games. And so the last time you and I were together in person, not spiritually, but in person, uh, we we, you know, we did a little bit of brainstorming. And one of your one of your brainstorming ideas was games where there are no winners. And oh yeah, said, right. You said like Jenga. And so, first of all, I don't get that, but because like you win Jenga by not knocking it over, so that's how you win.
1: There's, there's, when someone knocks it over in Jenga, they're clearly the loser.
0: Right. Okay. And you're the winner. And
1: then, yeah, you could say everyone else is the winner, but like really you just celebrate everyone like you're like, oh look, Martin knocked it over. He lost. And then everyone like laughs at him and then you play again, right? Right. Or like old maid falls into that category. Like you don't win I mean, I guess you could win old aid old maid, but you more celebrate like, look, Steppy's the old
0: maid, just like in real life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey Steppy, Old Maid. <laughs> yeah. See? Oh. Yeah. That's way
1: more fun than just like, oh, I want Old Maid. They want people want to know like, well, who got the Old Maid, you know?
0: Well, so I looked up some other some other games, uh Concept, the game Concept. Uh it's it, okay. evidently it's even in the rule book that most people don't bother playing it for points. Just to have fun guessing stuff until you're done playing. Um, it's that okay, okay. And then, an, and the person uh, somebody said that the game doesn't even really make sense if you play it following the rules because if you do, it incentivizes the guessers to be completely silent until they think they've found the actual answer because they don't want to give hints to the other guessers. Uh, Another game called Tales of Arabian Nights. Okay. Um, that sounds like an adult game, maybe. Uh, somebody said Global Thermonuclear War, which I thought was funny because, you know, yeah, that's, that's from true. that movie with Matthew Broderick. Right?
1: Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, the one you know, the one, I know. The, the one NORAD.
1: chimpanzee and like, he trains them and he learns that they're not just used for like animal testing but they
0: have humanity okay uh a game called telestrations uh it doesn't really have scoring or winners or points it's mostly just having a laugh with your friends here is maybe a better example
1: you're you're close okay but you know those games where they, they, like, have to go through, like, the crazy obstacle course with, like, the spinning stuff, and when they fall, they, like, seems like they hurt
0: themselves really yeah. badly? the ninja one?
1: Yeah, or, like, Wipeout, I think, is another one. Okay. Those ones are closer. They do have a winner, so I don't count them, but people really watch them to see people
0: hurt themselves and, and lose. So, is winning a game, like... Like, how often do you play board games in Um, a year?
1: Not that often, but maybe a few times, three or four.
0: And so, winning, like, is it, it's, is that, that's the goal, right? To win? Obviously, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, so I guess you don't play much Jenga or Old Maid. No, but I would. I enjoy those as well. I just don't.
1: I would. Maybe Old Maid because it's less cleaning up. You know, mechanically, Jenga, you can lose pieces and then you're like, "Uh, the set's ruined, you know?
0: I, yeah. Do you think that it makes, like, I'm sort of even worried about even saying this, but yeah, I guess my daughter has to have some way of knowing stuff about me. So. When I'm long gone, she, she can listen to the podcasts to understand who I really was, you know? I don't... Do you think it's bad that I just just don't like playing games, really, at all? Cards, board games, uh, the games where you, like, you know, it's like a triangle with, with holes drilled into it, and you move the nails, like, you skip over the nails to, like, you get yeah. to the end
1: um like, like it, some it,
0: shop teacher might make and give you as a gift there do you mean like do you think there's something wrong with you yeah, like am I just like humorless maybe.
1: yeah, maybe you're afraid of competition
0: is it okay maybe you're afraid of losing or maybe you're afraid of winning, maybe I'm just such a you know what that's really interesting. maybe I'm afraid of winning, huh that's I deep, know man. I well, was going to say, like, what if it just means I'm just, I'm a huge loser, but maybe it's the other way around, or maybe, maybe yeah. it's both. Maybe I'm a loser and I'm afraid of winning.
1: I, it's hard to say. I just am grateful that I was here to listen to it myself and I came up with it.
0: What's the, what's the best, what's the best board game you've ever played? Well, Monopoly. it's, it's, pretty good yeah it usually
1: it gets really competitive and everyone hates it which makes it good um risk is also good oh also if it takes a long time that's a plus really um well and there's only like when you mention those games there's a group of people that are like oh i hate those games which makes them better yeah you know it's this is all, you know, stuff that you don't have, obviously, Matt, because.
0: See, I don't you, even like, I don't even like playing like horse because right, it takes like too long. Candyland. I play the game M and just whoever hits the first bucket wins. So all you that have to do is just still take sink. a
1: long time.
0: Well, w- when you and I play, it does. Yeah, it that's what It takes a I'm really long about. time. Yeah.
1: Huh. Because we take like really long shots and do really hard dunks.
0: Definitely. Well, That's why. well. Thanks for thanks for helping me sort of work through this. Um, boy, th- imagining playing Risk with you, wow! I feel like if I had to do that, if that was my choice, it was I was either I was going to fall out of an airplane or I had to play Risk with you until someone won. I th- I think you know which one I would choose. So you
1: could probably yeah, if
0: you could plan ahead, I think you'd be fine. Okay. Well uh, with airplane. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, thanks. We we'll talk about that later. Okay. I wanted to get too personal. Although I do I do wanna play a game with you in the Okay, sure. Games. It's called thirty three. Yeah, you like this game. Yeah, yeah. You like it a lot. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well I have a number okay it's 11 that's correct
1: yes 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 okay all right do you want do you want to give or
0: receive um i'm gonna give okay let's do it 33 the name of the game is 33 boxing day well that's today
1: um, I I try to do a little bit of research. I, I it may just be like an excuse, really, just to have another what they call bank holiday. Okay. Um, because they have all these rules about like, well, what if Chris? You know, if it's like on a Sunday, you get Monday off, no matter what. And I like, saw that. Which, which base so that means like Christmas, you get off Friday. So I got to think a lot like that. Um, sort of the original Black Friday, you know. Um, but hats off to him, you know, I think about that guy in Mary Poppins who runs the bank and like, doesn't want to like give money to people to feed the birds, but they're happy to open the stores an extra day when no one has work. And that's Uh, how the British empire, you know, the sun never set on it.
0: Uh, in my family, we were not allowed to watch any Disney movies. So I've never seen it. Uh Le le lendemain du Noel.
1: So that's a ski town. That's like it's basically called like Snow Town. And it's in France. And it's really fancy, but it's sort of like
0: old money, like and people don't really go there. Okay. Okay. That's not that's not what it means. It means the day after Christmas in French. It's it's what they call Boxing Day in Canada.
1: Yeah, I know. And everyone goes skiing. And in Canada, you get an extra week off school called Ski Week. St. Stephen's Same Day. Same thing. That is also sometimes on Boxing Day. It depends. But oftentimes it is. Uh, St. Stephen was shot with a lot of arrows.
0: Not That's true. how he was killed. He was stoned to death. Uh, he was the first we'll Christian see. martyr.
1: Well, guess you know, we know arrows. who's Catholic
0: and who isn't.
1: I never claimed to be Catholic. Church okay. of
0: England, my friend. <laughs> okay, well, good job. Thank uh you, you got a uh you got a perfect score. A plus 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 plus. Yep.
1: Terrific.
0: All right, you ready? Yes. Eggnog. Uh, cannot think of anything that sounds more gross and also looks gross just no don't just i i don't care how good you say it is i it just there's just no way anything called eggnog is going to go i that i'm going to drink that no the the grinch um you know i dr seuss is great i Well, or maybe he isn't. Maybe he's just really very good. I don't really get the Grinch. You know, I mean, it's come on, it's Scrooge. Like, it's just like it's not very creative. You're just ripping it off. You're ripping off Charles Dickens. You know, and draw. You know, and just drawing a cartoon. Just, I guess it's that's a very American thing. Take something serious and profound. Turn into a stupid cartoon and like sell, like you know. I was at the store today and they had Grinch Christmas candy. Like, come on, that's not good. No, stick with the basics, guys. Yeah, uh, Frosty the Snowman. Um, yeah, you know, pretty good. I I always imagine him as Burl Ives, who. As I recall, did the voice of the Frosty the Snowman cartoon or stop motion animation thing from the fifties or sixties that that we watched when we were kids when you had to watch whatever was coming to your house over the the like radio waves, television waves, and you couldn't pause it or you know do anything you just you had to be there at seven thirty to watch it or you weren't going to see the whole thing. Well, great job, Matt. Um, you'll get your
1: score later. Mar Matt grades mine. Now I outsourced it. Okay.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Boxing. Yeah, but you've, you've kept him very busy. I would say he's earned it. That's what he told me. Okay. Well, I don't know what that means that you've, You've, he's earned that you've kept him busy. Um, but that kind of goes, that's sort of in keeping with my hurrah this week. Uh, it's time for hurrahs and huzzas. So my hurrah, Martin, is uh-huh. uh, for for one of, I, I heard a new funny saying or colloquialism or whatever it is that I don't even know what these, these things you come up with are, but uh, one of our, uh, you know, favorite listeners was here in Virginia recently visiting uh, me. Just came to visit me, not you. Um, I
1: don't live in Virginia.
0: Yep. Well, uh, and we went out to eat, and he's the one that ordered fish and chips and got a fish sandwich. And then when he went to take a bite of it, he he said it was really hot because he, he was like he's like oh ow, you know, this is hot, hot as Frankenstein, as Martin would say. I have not heard that one before. It it made me laugh, like, you know, just in a really genuine way. It's just, there's something about it that's so weird, but also, like, yeah, I guess, like, didn't Frankenstein get, like, struck by lightning or something? That's what gave him his power, yeah. Right, so... I mean, that can... Power DeLorean to go back in time. Also. Yeah, right. So like that's actually maybe the most accurate way of saying something's really hot that I've ever heard. So I want to just, you know, commend you for that and uh and, and put it out there in, in the in the world for other people to use. So hurrah to you, Martin.
1: Oh, thank you. Um I have a huzzah to give out and as you recall huzzah is the bad one bummer and i'm starting a new tradition this week um i think i'm gonna do it on the show once a year and this goes out i call this my c montgomery burns huzzah of the year award wow i was watching cnn this morning Just turned on for one minute, and this was what I saw. It wasn't Chris Cuomo, because he got fired, but it was whoever, like, the new Chris Cuomo guy is, and he has some show on. Okay. And he was talking about the oil companies and about how the oil companies are like tobacco companies, and they know that what they're doing is terrible, and they just kept doing it anyway and have been hiding it for people, and people have known about this for years and have done nothing about it and just, you know, like, people were like, smoking's fine for you, even though everyone knows it causes cancer, right? Yes. And I was like, you know what? This is actually true. And it's amazing. So before before I get into it, the reason I'm calling it this award and will go continue in this vein forever is, you know, in The Simpsons, Mr. Burns is an evil owner of the nuclear power plant. And you think there's nobody in real life that would act like him, but actually I think that we're really wrong on this, or maybe that's a joke. Is this how people really act? Yeah. But I I just want to include, I made this clip to show what I'm talking about.
0: Well, sir, you've certainly vanquished all your enemies, the elementary school, the local tavern, the old age home. You must be very proud. No, not while my greatest nemesis still provides our customers with free light, heat and energy. They call this enemy the sun.
1: So would oil companies purposely like block out the sun so people have to get oil more? I think they would, Matt. Sure. I think they would. Yeah, yeah absolutely I would. I think it's bad enough now to just say you have to start thinking about like, do you work for an oil company? You're destroying the world. Is it that extreme? Yes. Hate to say it. You got to start thinking about it. Yeah, It's real. So just get over it. Like. So your hizah to CNN? No, my hizah to oil companies. Oh, oh. And we just need to come clean with the fact that they've lied to us. They know what they're doing is destroying the world. And at this point, they're just trying to purposely trick everybody to steal their money and they don't care yeah and no one can convince me otherwise,
0: yeah I know I didn't used to believe stuff like that either, but uh but now that i'm older now i i, I can't believe how stupid i've been uh just i guess just oblivious really i mean, I don't know if i i mean I do think i'm stupid, but i'm i even that's not really fair to me uh yeah, that's a good one um, Yeah, thank you, martin. Uh, I'd like to take the last 30 seconds here and read uh, something to you. Hang on a second. Uh, This, this, you may remember this. It's called A Christmas Dream. And uh, I'd like to finish off the show with this. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the camp, not a light was on, but the Rasmussen's lamp. The fishing poles were hung by the craft shop with care in hopes that Todd Stelzel would soon be there. The northern pike were nestled all snug, under the ice thinking of big ugly bugs. And I and my dinglebat and cabin twenty-one patiently waited for summer to come. When out on the cubby lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my freezing bunk to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutter, "'and stubbed my toe on that red can of gas. "'The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow "'created a silhouette of otter putting for gold. "'But when what to my wondering eyes should appear "'but my old friend Artie with a caseful of beer. "'So we drank it that night down at Junior Senior Swim Pier, "'thinking of old times that seemed so near.' More rapid than eagles, the memories they came, and we whistled and shouted the counselors by name. Now Chee Chee, now Steppy, now Shorty and Sticky, on Burn Dog, on Scotty, on Andy and Timmy. To the top of adventure, to the top of the attic. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all, and never forget Mickey's North Cottage, North Lodge chores. So up to the office top the counselors they flew, avoiding the chores, and Trentio, excuse me, Trentio, too. And then a twinkling they heard from the roof, Kent Overby's chainsaw make a big poof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the office chimney came Craig with a bound. He was dressed in Highlands green from his head to his foot, and his Highland shirt was now full of ashes and soot a bundle of old camp programs he had flung on his back, and he said, Doggone it, it's great to be back. The stump of a pipe Byron held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. His work was not done, he said with slight grief, and he set off to stamp the last Highlands kerchief. Mike spoke not a word and thought, This is absurd. Camp doesn't start till June 23rd. He sprang to his van, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down on a thistle. But before I awoke from this dream, I heard him say, That cubby John better be clean. And I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.